Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! And we're back for our number two of Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina and the Fantasy Executive. Corey Parson he, uh, presides over the Goon Squad. Tell me about the Goon Squad there, uh, Mr. Parson. Oh, I tell you what. Um, <laughs> last year when we started the Fantasy Football Frenzy, the original version, of course, Shout out to the original band, uh, Jake Seeley and Matt Medica. Um, we would take phone calls, and what we noticed is a lot of goons would be uh, <laughs> calling the phone lines. They always had wow. some extracurricular mm-hmm. going on in the back. They always had some crazy talk, so um, they aptly deserved, they aptly earned the name, the Goon Squad. And mm. uh, every every weekday, Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. East, we click up and uh, – we have a good time talking fantasy football and life. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, I listen whenever I can to uh, to your show. Uh, usually, Thank you, sir. I, I'm at lunch, uh, yeah. and uh, so, yeah, and and also you, you're on uh, on the in the morning, right? The morning show. Yeah, Carton and Friends. Not that's a FNTSY Radio's morning show. We don't do much fantasy talk on that one, and mm-hmm. we don't hey, listen. Maybe it's just entertaining, man. It's <laughs> entertainment. You know what I mean? It's entertainment. It's a variety mm-hmm. show with a, with a, with a great. Uh, with a great crew of, you know, talk show hosts with, with Craig and Gabe, myself, mm-hmm. and, of course, everybody's favorite, Michelle. So The lovely def- Michelle Serpico. Yes, the lovely Michelle mm-hmm. Serpico. So definitely mm-hmm. everybody uh, tune on in to Carton and Friends and learn about Colo- Colonel Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I don't listen to that show as much as I as I'd like to because I'm at work. Yeah, uh, but I, so, yeah, yeah, right. It's tough. Yeah. So, so sometimes I listen on demand and whatnot. But uh, how did it go with Amorosa this week? You had a couple uh, of uh, big time guests. You had Amorosa. You had Jerry Rice, right? And Terry Bradshaw also and, stopped by for a few moments also this week. But uh-huh. Amorosa, you know, um, it was it was interesting. You know, conversation <laughs> that the two of them had. So, um, uh-huh. you know, she I has to listen get to out that there on demand. Yeah. Yeah, she has to get out there. I'll check it out on the YouTube, FNTSY mm-hmm. YouTube. Mm-hmm. She has to get out there and sell her book. So um, I see her in a, number, a couple of different places, so it was good to be a part of the process. Right, right. And uh, Jerry Rice, was he in studio? Jerry Rice was not in studio. He was on mm-hmm. the phone. It mean, oh. would have been cool to have the uh, greatest football player of all time in studio, but I know Craig has met him before as well as mm-hmm. Gabe, and so has Michelle, and mm-hmm. so have I. So um, uh, Jerry Rice is the uh, the GOAT, as they say. Yeah, and the last time I saw him, not personally, but like you know, on TV, obviously, it looks like he could just slip in and and play uh, <laughs> in week three if he had to. He, you know, he keeps, he keeps himself. himself. Yep, in very good shape. Yeah. All right. So good stuff. And then, of course, tomorrow you're gonna hand off the baton to me. Uh, you're gonna be in studio at Studio Thirty Four as we break down uh, a day long uh, fantasy football and NFL and betting coverage. Uh, and it's commercial-free, brought to us uh, by DKMS. Yeah, you'll be along with Chris Pavona. Uh, the commercial-free aspect of it makes it a little bit more difficult uh, as far as the broadcast goes. But um, mm-hmm. I will give you a tip for that show if you would like one. Um, sure. I don't know if you want it on the air or off the air, but I'll tell you exactly where to go to have the f- quickest updates of scoring plays. Mm, I could definitely use uh, that advice from you. So, yeah, definitely. I, it doesn't matter to me if you want to say it on air uh, or off air, whatever you prefer. You could even email or whatever, whatever you prefer. Just give me, just pull my coattail tomorrow, and I and I'll tell you where that, where the where the live where the perfect live stream is that mm. will give you your touchdown updates almost as they happen. 
Ah, I need that. Great. Okay. So, yeah, so tune in to uh, FNTSY all day uh, tomorrow, radio and the YouTube channel. Uh, got some great coverage for you. And, uh, yeah, I'm, like you said, I'm with Chris Pavona, Laura Michaels, uh, Cam Stewart. It's just going to be a lot of fun. That's a, so. that's a hell of a group right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is a hell of a group right there. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. It's, break. Don't break up the band, right? Yeah, and no, don't more, break up the band. Yeah, yeah. Some more sad music from uh, from Sean. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway. So, so we... <laughs> so... The more you know, uh, started, guys. Uh, we, the more you know. <laughs> so uh, before we left for commercial, uh, we uh, started to talk about the Packers Vikings. Why don't we just get into this game, right? The Packers, a lot of good division games this week, right? This is like Division Sunday, uh, right? I mean, we had the Chiefs and Steelers, uh, Packers Vikings, uh, hotly contested division rivalry, right? Packers Chiefs and point. Steelers not in the same division, Joe. No, they're not. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, but you know what? Their, their games are so good, though, over the no, years. No, you right? know what it is. I mean, they've had, they've been classic rivals for many years. Yeah, That's yeah, probably, yeah. And so, so it's easy to come to yeah. that conclusion, uh, thinking on the fly. But <laughs> right. no, you do got a couple of good division games. We'll get to all of them. I try mm-hmm. to at least. Yeah, we'll uh, try as to far get as, as, mm-hmm. as far as this one goes right here, yeah. um, uh, <laughs> Wagering-wise, I like the under in this game. I think it's a low-scoring contest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and, and I think the Vikings are able to pull this one out. Um, mm-hmm. and, the, and the rest of it is kind of interesting. I think I like the plays on the Minnesota Vikings side. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean? Like the, the actual players? or did you... I mean, you would never have any reason to sit Stephon Diggs. Or right. Adam Thielen, or Dalvin Cook, or even Kyle Rudolph. Oh, I think all I of those guys are good. Are yeah. good starts this week. Yes. I yes. think it's low scoring, but I think those guys still get you know put up serviceable numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's really other two any other places that you can go. Mm-hmm. I would still start the Minnesota Vikings defense, even though it's Aaron Rodgers, and you know how talented he is. Right. They've kind of had his number. I want to say had his number. Nobody really has Aaron Rodgers' numbers, but they are uh, have made things more tough for him. So. Mm-hmm. I liked all the plays uh, on that side. Gotcha. I don't really okay. see no right. real DFS love in this mm-hmm. game, unless you want to take a shot uh, with you know, you know, Devonte Adams could come at a low ownership uh, this right, week. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's all I can really see that I would do. I might stay away from him even in DFS in season long. I think you got to start Devonte Adams. Of course, no? obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, when you look at what uh, the Vikings D has done, uh, you know, for the past couple of years. I mean, Xavier Rhodes. Last week, I know it was against the uh, 49ers, but he had one pass thrown his way, and he picked it off. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. you know, so, I mean, I would avoid, uh, uh, you know, the uh, the Packers side uh, other than and, and Aaron Rodgers. And even then, I'm a little nervous. If, but, you know, drafting him where you did, you're not going to sit uh, Aaron Rodgers. But No, no. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is, and Aaron Rodgers are two different quarterbacks. Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, Randall Cobb, uh, you're fading him too. Me, but a big reception for TD last week. Uh, have we written him off too soon? I mean, I've kind of written him off. I mean, uh, yeah, you know. And he, listen, while he's healthy, you mm-hmm. ride him. He's yeah. going to get hurt at some point. So right. I, he's always been a sell high candidate. I don't have no shares of him. While he's mm-hmm. healthy, you definitely get him out there in your lineup because he's a go-to guy for Rogers. Also in season-long league. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how I that's how I would play it. The reason why I say you play Adams in DFS, obviously, is mainly a tournament play because he's yep. going to come in a very low ownership rate this yes, week because will. of that mm-hmm. matchup. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And, and that's a, a great point because sometimes that's how you win in DFS, right? You, I mean, if, if we all play the same <laughs> players, it's going to be difficult to win. But so you've got to find that, that, that little nugget, right, to play. There you go. Uh, Jerome Allison, are you in on him this year? Uh, last week, love, eight, tar- eight targets, five for 69 and a touchdown. Love Jerome Allison, one of my mm-hmm. favorite sleepers coming into the year. Uh, mm-hmm. Paid off in week one. Don't really see him going in your lineups this week. It's tough no, enough no. Uh, with dealing with the injury, not to mention the fact that our uh, Minnesota Vikings defense and secondary. Uh, so he's on ice this week for me in a lot of my leagues, unless I'm in a bind or it's a place where you start the dual flexes. But uh, no Geronimo Allison in your starting lineup this week, but you do have a weapon for the rest of the season. And that guy that's really going to explode once our uh, Randall Cobb gets injured. 
Who do you think has uh, more fantasy value by the end of the year? Is it going to be Allison or Cobb? Allison, by far. Mm-hmm. Okay. By far. Okay, good. Yep. All right. Uh, so uh, Vikings 4-1 against the spread in their last five games against the Packers. And the underdog in this series is 5-2 and two against the spread in the last seven meetings. So you, uh, I think you said you take the, the Vikings in this one, no? Or I take the Vikings in the under. I have mm-hmm. not seen a good line on this game mm-hmm. all week, really. No. Uh, what is I saw one, this morning was two. Yeah, yeah, I saw but two. But the Vikings were a two-point favorite or two-point underdog? No, two-point underdog. Yeah, I like the Vikings. Yeah. All right. Yeah, too bad that this is another game. Packers uh, against I would the Bears. Buy, obviously, I would, I, would buy the, you know, I would buy it up to three and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I, that, that's how I would play it. All right. And uh, like last week, the Packers played the Bears. Uh, and th- these are two games that you want to see played in Green Bay like in December. Yeah, exactly. Right, classic kind of games. And you said you take the under too, right? And I'm kind of with you on the under with this one, Uh, especially uh, with we don't know what we're going to get out of Aaron Rodgers too in the Vikings D. Yeah, like the under Mm -hmm. in this one. That's one of the uh, best plays of the week. The 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 Vikings Packers under. Yeah. All right. So why don't we move ahead? uh, Take a look at the Rams. This is a huge. I'm I'm seeing a huge. line on this game. We've got the, the Rams at home against the Cardinals. Uh, this opened up uh, with the Rams being an 8.5 favorite and then the 13-point favorite, uh, what I saw this morning, 45 over and under. Uh, and uh, after last week with the Cardinals losing to uh, the Redskins, Cardinals dropped to 0-5 against the spread in their last five games in September. Uh, and uh, they've covered the spread in just two of their last uh, road games. So, uh, and uh, this is a big, big spread, right? The Rams haven't been this much of a favorite since uh, Super Bowl in 2002. <laughs> yeah, I put the Rams in a money line parlay. Mm-hmm. I even if, if, I even like them, put it like this. I wouldn't put no money on it this week. But if they mm-hmm. was the latest 13 and a half, I would say start, the, it, all, bet them the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just going to roll, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting last week. Uh, you know, and uh, how uh, they kind of got off to a, a bit of a slow start in the first half, right? Uh, and uh, but then they really just got the ball you rolling. Sort of, you sort of full compliments of weapons and what Sean McVay can do, or, or what uh, you know, what his offensive mind can do, um, mm-hmm. going up against a team that's going to struggle. Yeah, yeah, it got me thinking. But uh, obviously, they answered my 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 fears and my question. I was wondering whether or not, you know, Sean McVay basically rested his players the whole preseason, and you wondered if that was going to affect them uh, coming out. But uh, obviously that second half, uh, we don't have to worry. No, Todd Gurley is the man, too. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wish I had him some more play. I don't have him anywhere this year. I was big mm-hmm. on Zeke a lot because um, mm-hmm. I think Zeke is just going to touch the football so much this Plus year. Plus, you're a homer. Come on, you're a and, Cowboys uh, fan. That's a, l- a little Come bit, on. a little Come bit, on. a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if any if anybody in the NFL can run for two thousand yards this year, it's Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, um, what I will to. say is, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, what I will say is this: um, as far as the Rams, um, I like I like I like their players a lot this week, including golf. So I would get them out there. Yeah, and I'd pay up uh, in DFS for Gurley because I think he's just going to be. Uh, you know, have a, a tremendous. Yeah, he's a, he's a, the top. This player. is the week he's the top, where he's the top player of the week. You pay for him, right? Uh, yep. So yeah, on the Cardinals side, Cardinals could have a really bad season, right? I mean, uh, you know, we've been, I think, uh, as a fantasy industry, a little bit forgiving of Sam Bradford, you know, but uh, averages four point five yards per pass attempt. So you wonder, um, you know, if if let's say the uh, the Cardinals lose this week, which we think they will. You know, maybe by week five, we're thinking maybe we see Josh Rosen. <laughs> something, something around uh, around that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Sam Bradford, he can explode in a bad way at any mm-hmm. time as far as his right. injuries go. Mm-hmm. Um, David Johnson, obviously the crux of the offense. He was a player I stayed away from. I don't have zero shares of this year mm-hmm. because of how bad this team could be. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the Larry Fitzgerald play is out there too. You know, for the guys that drafted him in season long, of course you're going to throw him out there. Other than that, you know, interesting tournament play in DFS because of the volume of targets he could get. Mm-hmm. What about um, Ricky Seals-Jones? Scott's guy. 
<laughs> you know, I, I kind of tell you the truth. Dude, I, I kind of liked him like in, in the preseason as like, you know, a sleeper because uh, Cardinals were saying that the, the two guys that they wanted to get involved in their offense, obviously, is David Johnson. No kidding. But, uh, yeah. you know, Rick, Ricky Seals-Jones, after what uh, Jared Cook did to the Rams uh, defense last week, that could be the one chink in their armor, right? Uh, maybe Ricky Seals-Jones, uh, you know, he had six targets last week, maybe is a real deep sleeper in a DFS uh, tournament that'll let you get some, some more chalk in I like lineup. It. I like it. I like it. Not not a bad not a bad thought process right there with Seals Jones. Obviously the Rams I mean the, the uh Cardinals playing from behind. Mm-hmm. You know, the ball should be flying in the air. And you mm-hmm. saw what uh Bigfoot Jared Cook was able to do last week. So <laughs> yeah. um yeah, you know what? I that's not a bad idea at all, Joe. I hadn't thought of that, but Seals Jones is interesting. Would you yeah. play him in a season long? Uh I, it, it, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. What about you? Would you? I'm gonna go through and check some of my lineups because I know I got him in a couple spots. I'm gonna see if he's gonna make any of those rosters. That's a good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it depends on the exercise, team, right, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, are you concerned about David Johnson? Other than the fact that the Cardinals are gonna be bad? I mean, you know, his injury last year. What was it? It was his wrist. It wasn't anything. You know, uh, the lower body injury. But uh, how concerned are you with David Johnson? Uh, you know, again, you know, let's let's not get crazy after week one. I mean, he's going to get a lot of opportunities, so that should mm-hmm. return the value. And he can I, catch I, the ball. I, yeah, I just would be a little, you know, I would temper my expectations. Yeah, okay. Uh, we got lots more for you. We're going to uh, continue previewing week two in the NFL. Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galena, the fantasy executive, Corey Parson, with you on a Saturday. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. And we're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galita, along with the fantasy executive, Corey Parson, Sean Engel, producing our show, keeping us flying straight. And want to remind you that Fantasy Factor is the only DFS site with exclusively single-entry contests. It's a fun and a recreational place to play with smaller leagues and flatter prize pools. They have great free promos like Survivor, Super Bowl Squares, and March Madness Bracket Contests. Sign up today. Go to FantasyFactor.com. That's FantasyFactor.com. Corey, do you play uh, su- uh, some survivor pools in, in, in no, football? No, I, I, I'm not in one this year. I wish I could get in one late because um, I definitely would have a, like to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, joined the – I think I'm in two. One of them is the Fantasy Factor one, which is pretty cool. Is, is uh, that still open? Uh, it, you know, it – how do you, you'd have to check. I can't say. Okay. I did sign All up right. for it late. Late Sunday, uh, I, I signed up for it, and I picked the Monday game. I had picked the Rams against okay. the, uh, the Raiders. So, uh, you know, offhand, do you have any uh, teams that you think will would be a good pick? I mean, I, I've got a couple here. Uh, well, obviously the Rams, again, if you didn't use yeah. them last week, I think they're intriguing. Mm-hmm. What about the Chargers uh, over the Bills? I like the Bills. You like the Bills to win? Man, I tell you what. Wow. <laughs> I, put it like I wouldn't pick. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let the Chargers kill my survivor. Put it like that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because I was listening to uh, Game Time Decisions with uh, Gabe and Cam this week. They were also uh, a little higher on the Bills than I was. Uh, I, I would expect uh, people to be. But maybe you guys know something. <laughs> you obviously know La- something. <laughs> I love. La- I love Lashawn McCoy this week. Tia. Wow. Yep. Interesting. What? Why? 
I mean, uh, just because. Uh, oh, Buffalo's going to put up a fight. Buffalo's mm-hmm. going to put up a fight. If the Chargers mm-hmm. win this game, they'll win it by less than a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I like I like the line. I like Buffalo getting seven and a half. I mm-hmm. think Buffalo covers that number. I, you know, if you're feeling really frisky, I would even put something on the money line, you know, mm-hmm. on like a kind of a fun parlay or uh, see if you can really catch a big one. But, nah, I, I think uh, uh, West Coast team coming East Coast for a 1 o'clock start is always right, a trap. Right, right. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of people are going to be on. Um, people looked at what Buffalo was last week. Right. Like they're a pretty bad team, a terrible team. So mm-hmm. I think that, um, yeah, I think that you got a chance right here of a big-time upset. But I'd like Buffalo to cover the spread a lot. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Uh, would you take a chance? And this is the kind of pick that if it works out for you in DFS, this is going to win you your tournament. Would you put LaShawn McCoy in, in your DFS in a DFS lineup? Yep. Because if LeSean it works McCoy. out, nobody's, nobody's going to. got McCoy in all my DFS lineups this week, Joe. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You're making me think now. You're making me think. I like it. Dollar make, dollar make you holler, Joe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, all right. All right. So. Good, good, good going there. I like that. I'm going to think about that. I might not be able to sleep tonight unless I put a DFS lineup in with LaShawn McCoy in it. There but, you uh, go. There you go. Uh, let's take a try to get through some more games. And uh, what do you think? Should we take some calls maybe at the top of the next hour? You want to do a segment of calls? Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do that. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So uh, 49ers, six-point favorite over the Lions. Uh, this line opened up at three and a half. Uh, over under is 48 and a half. 49ers had the misfortune of uh, playing the Vikings last week. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, I faded. I, I own him in one league, uh, a deep, deep league, and I had to fade him. Uh, he, he was definitely a fade last week. But uh, 49ers four and two against the spread with Garoppolo as the starting quarterback. Obviously, it didn't work last week. Uh, but uh, Detroit. Uh, they have a history of uh, problems in September. They're three and seven against the spread in their last ten September games. Yeah, um, Detroit's an interesting case study. Already seeing um, some reports coming out of that locker room about Patricia being a, a jerk off or whatever the case yeah, may yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> already, got, already got that. Uh, that that's already coming out. They look mm-hmm. horrible at home against the Jets. Now mm-hmm. they got to go on the road against San Fran. So um, I am outside of Golden Tate. I like the wide receivers in Stafford, obviously. I'm fading the running game until we start to see this team get on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tough tough to figure out. Uh, the running back snaps from last week, you had uh, Theo Riddick with 40, on Johnson with 17, and LeGarrette Blunt with uh, 13. Maybe that was game script uh, because, you know, uh, Theo Riddick is more of a pass-catching back and, uh, you know, the Lions were playing from behind. But uh, do you read too much into that? I mean uh, – I don't want to read too much into that. I think Johnson is the guy. I got him on ice, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you mentioned uh, the uh, wide receivers. Kenny Galladay, 93% of the snaps last week. Uh, Golden Tate has consistently on this team been the PPR guy, so I'm not giving up on him. But uh, Marvin Jones uh, is is another guy, more of a red zone guy. But Galladay, a lot of people expected him to kind of come into his own last year. Kind of sporadic play last year, but uh, thinking that maybe he could come into his own this year. Yeah, no, he he definitely had a nice uh, uh, debut to his to his sophomore campaign. So mm-hmm. um, I don't own him anyway, and I'm looking at it like, wow, maybe I did drop the ball not having no Kenny Galladay shares. But he comes out, gets a ton of target, has a good game. Um, I think he's a vibe. I I, I listen. I don't like it this week on the road. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, no. Well, well, I said I don't like the running game. I like it. Um, I would temper expectations because. I don't know what this team – I mean, this team stunk at home. They might stink even worse on the road. But mm-hmm. I, what I will say is um, if I'm a Galladay owner, i got to be feeling pretty good right now. Right. And, and going back to what you said about Patricia, uh, Matt Patricia, he was brought in, you know, because I was – I did an article for the Rotor Express regarding coaching changes. The reason why he was brought in, obviously because the Lions sucked the past few years, but uh, also to be a disciplinarian. And maybe he uh, just took it uh, one step over the line. I mean, when you think back, remember uh, Tom Coughlin when he first took over as a Giants coach? You know, he was uh, finding players uh, like Michael Strahan for being – 
on time for a meeting, but you know he expected it to be 15 minutes early for a meeting or something. Yeah, all those lines. That doesn't. But you're dealing with really, adults. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. not really going to work with dudes making twice the money than you are. Right. And you know Coughlin was smart enough where he adjusted his coaching style. It's only week one, but uh, uh, Patricia might might uh, take a page out of that that book. And I don't know if it was real or not, but I, I saw like a little gif that had uh, Matt Patricia and. The person had said that it looked like he was mouthing, I give up. <laughs> so, Already, huh? Yeah, but I don't know. Let's not think too much into that. But uh, over on the 49ers side, uh, you know, everyone was just so hyped when Alfred Morris uh, was brought into this team. My personal opinion was, you know, even when he was uh, at the peak of his career, in my opinion, he was kind of like a, a decent RB2. <laughs> but all of a sudden, you know, you had some people, especially in the Scotty Fishbowl League, exhausting all their fab to this guy. Now, he fumbled twice in the red zone last week. Uh, Matt Breida, uh, I, I think he could have an expanded role this week. And you don't realize how good Breida is. I mean, this guy. I, yeah, Br- go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. Breida's the player I'm holding on to. I, I, um, I, I got him on a couple of my benches right now. I think Breida's going to end up. Being the guy that gets the majority of the fantasy relevant work for this team, I just mm-hmm. think it's going to take a little time. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking even at this guy's uh, breed of his uh, college career, right? As a sophomore, 8.7 yards per carry. Junior year, 7.9 yards per carry. Uh, yeah. It dropped off in his senior year, but I think he had a, a defensive-minded uh coach and then things get it might have been some injuries as well but i think Breida, like you said by the end of the year he could have a significant play in this offense yeah i like him i think i think he's a guy that i would be willing to go to mm-hmm. are you worried about matthew stafford because he was a guy that uh, a lot of us fantasy analysts probably me included said hey you know if you're if you wait on on quarterbacks matthew stafford is a guy that you could target later in drafts four interceptions I- last week <laughs> nah, I'm not really going to worry about it. I think he'll get his. I think he'll get his work in. I think mm-hmm. he'll have his game. I think last week it just wasn't for him. But I'm still a Stafford supporter. There you go. All right. Um, all right. So uh, in terms of uh, the the spread in in, in this game, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving it alone. I'm not fooling mm-hmm. with it. If anything, I can see the under. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The over on this 48 and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can see that happening. Um, all right. So let's move on. Uh, try to get through as many games as we can as we preview a week two in the NFL. And uh, it's amazing, Corey. But, you know, we're going to blink and we're going to be at like week eight. So the <laughs> NFL really season, the NFL it just season flies. flies by. It flies yes, it by. Yes, it does. Yep. The good thing about the NFL, though, is even when they're not playing, though, uh, the NFL has done a good job to keep themselves relevant. You know, with it's the always free agent news, period, right? Yeah. Free agent period, the draft, and uh, it's just. It's it's great. So we have uh, next game. I want to go over Eagles uh, head over to Tampa Bay. Right there in Tampa Bay, they're three point favorite, forty four over and under in this game. Eagles haven't played since last Thursday. Um, you know, a lot of people uh, liking Nick Foles as a sleeper this week, uh, based on you know we, we talk about how bad the Saints' defense looked last week, but Tampa Bay's defense didn't look that great either. No, you're right about that. <laughs> You are right about that, my man. One hundred percent correct about that. Uh, no, they, they they did not. Um, interesting game. Listen, I, Tampa, man, Tampa slept on. A lot of people liked Tampa a lot last year, mm-hmm. and they got off from they got off from this year after the poor season last year. But Nick Foles, this offense hasn't looked good so far this season. They got the win versus the Falcons, but um, uh, Philadelphia is the play of gambling wise in this one. But I don't think that um that this is a situation where they blow um the the, the Buccaneers out. Hmm. Okay. So would you consider, let's say, uh, using a, a Nick Foles type uh, as a DFS play, allowing you to get some other stuff uh, in your lineup? Because I'm thinking maybe Nick Foles, Case Keenum could be somebody else too. Uh, I, I, I like it, especially yeah. what you're trying to do. Yep. Yeah. All right. And uh, other than that, I mean, I'm liking Aguilar. I'm liking Ertz. Uh, you know, Mike Wallace could have a little bit of, of value, but not in season long. But uh, uh, are you worried a little bit about Alshon Jeffrey that uh, he's going to be out for a little bit with that? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I stayed away from him. Um, I'm not into Alshon Jeffrey this year. I stayed away. He's going to he's a little bit too banged up for me at this time. Yeah. Um, and so on the uh, Buck side, Ryan Fitzpatrick, let's say if he has another uh, world-beating day where he's Fitz magic, uh, do you think that uh, 
we could have some kind of a quarterback controversy on our hands when uh, Jameis Winston's ready to come back? I don't think so. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. I think Jameis is the guy. But um, Fitzmagic couldn't make it interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Buccaneers 4-1 against the spread in the last five games, dating back to last season. Uh, you're thinking it's going to be Eagles. I'm kind of with you on this. I mean, like I said before, I think the Eagles are going to be – I mean, they're a very good team, obviously, right? But we know we know what Nick Foles is, right? I mean, he could be a world beater. Like, remember when uh, yeah, he had – what was it, like 27 touchdowns and like two or three interceptions back back in the day? And obviously he went on a nice run. He went on a nice run when he won, on the Super, when he won the Super Bowl. No? I guess you could call that a nice run. Yeah, no, that was a nice run. <laughs> That was but, a nice run. Yeah, yeah. But you just don't know which Nick Foles is going to show up, right? But he is a gritty player. He, he finds a way sometimes. So No, I, yeah. But it will be interesting. But uh, And uh, so uh, as we leave this game, uh, what are your thoughts on Carson Wentz? Uh, do you think that uh, the Eagles, that, that, that they're telling us the tr- truth, that basically he's kind of healthy. They just want to make sure he's, you know, 1,000%. They don't want to rush him back. They don't feel the need to rush him back. Do you think I mean, it's the same division. There? It's the same division that RG3 played in. So if mm-hmm. they haven't learned their lesson off of watching that unfold with yeah. D.C. a couple of years ago, then they won't learn their lesson. So I think it's the right thing to do was to keep him um, mm-hmm. is to keep him uh, on, on um, you know, to keep him uh, in, you know, in the, in the uh, bullpen until he's 100 percent ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you this question. Sure. What do you think about Corey Clement this week? Against the Bucks, I mean, I think he could be a sneaky play. I mean, th- the problem is, is that you just don't know. I mean, there's so many. Well, Darren Sproles is out, right, in this game? Sproles is out, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Might not be a bad play, Corey. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? You put him in a, a DFS lineup? Would you even? I think I might, I think I might take a, 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 you know, mm-hmm. not a whole lot of DFS lineups, but I can mm-hmm. see it. Yeah. So, like, but you wouldn't put in the same uh, DFS lineup as uh, the LaShawn McCoy one, right? No. You don't uh, want to reach twice. You don't want to reach yeah, twice. Yeah. <laughs> but I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like the way you're thinking. Uh, Jay Ajayi. What, what are we thinking about uh, Jay Ajayi? Uh, also, very interesting DFS play, too, Ajayi. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely a week you get him in your starting lineup with no Darren Sproles. You couldn't like the touches if you are uh, a week one touches. Don't get me wrong, he got the two touchdowns, but the week one touches are kind of uh, concerning. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, I'm like, hmm, this is going to be interesting the week to see how those carries break down in that backfield. Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of moving parts in that backfield. So, uh, all right, so uh, what are we moving? I'm, I'm going to ask you a lineup question, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind. <laughs> well, thank you. you know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not playing against you, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Would you? I got a Le'Veon Bell team that's struggling. Would you start Clement or Hogan? Clement or Hogan? I think I would go. As crazy it might sound, I think I might go Clement. I mean, look at Hogan against against the Jags. I know, right? Which way are you leaning? I got Clement in the lineup right now. Mm-hmm. I probably would leave it that way. Sometimes, you know, you got to go with your gut because what's going to happen, yeah. you're going to take Clement out and, and Hogan's going to, uh, you know, lay a goose egg. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll happen, you know. It's, oh, How you doing you know. in the uh, in that, that league that uh, you guys have, uh, the uh, Chris Carton League? Uh, Carton, Carton and Friends League, I got off yeah, to yeah. a hot start. Put mm-hmm. up a big number uh, in week number one, so I'm feeling pretty good about that one right there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so uh, what we're going to do, uh, we can start it now, and uh, we're heading over to a commercial, but uh, uh, Cowboys, Cowboys-Giants, Cowboys at home, and uh, I'm actually going to be watching this uh, at a Buffalo Wild Wings after I do my show tomorrow night because my wife, uh, one of her good friends, is a big Cowboys fan. So it's always fun to watch the game. You don't want to be always... in a house with a Cowboy fan. Yeah. No, it's not going to be a house. It's going to be a – no, no, no. We're going to watch it together. Uh, oh, okay, kind of... okay. We're, d- we're double dating. Uh, nice. And we're going to be watching <laughs> – it's fun in a way to uh, – as long as it's all in good nature, right? Yeah, good nature fun if I'm rooting for the Giants and uh, – the other parties rooting for the Cowboys, no? Yeah, no, it is good nation fun. Uh, it, 
with your group, with me, it gets serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, it depends on the crowd, you know, because uh, there you, you go. Know, you know, I, I've been uh, in draft rooms where there's too many people with uh, vowels at the end of their names, and uh, you get too many people with vowels at the end of their names in a draft. Somebody's liable to get whacked. Yeah, you never, you never know. Somebody <laughs> definitely going to be some f bombs. <laughs> there you go. All right, so when we come back, Cowboys at home against the Giants. Uh, we'll be uh, breaking that game down, and uh, at the top of the next hour, we'll be taking your calls. You listen to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. All right, we're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina along with the Fantasy Executive, Corey Parson. Joe Galina in the place with style and grace. There you go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. Sean Engel uh, keeping us flying straight. So, uh... We've been uh, teasing uh, the Cowboy-Giants uh, breakdown. You're a big Cowboys fan. I'm a big Giants fan. Uh, Cowboys home. Uh, this uh, line opened up at three. Uh, it opened up at five, went down to three. And the over-run, they're 42 and a half. These uh, two teams really always play tough games against each other, close games. Uh, as far as I can remember, they're usually, you know, for the most part, been kind of low scoring, right? I mean, uh, boys swept the season series last year. But, uh, you know, no Jason Witten, no Des Bryant. Uh, uh, teams have split the past 10 meetings overall in Dallas. Uh, Giants have a slight 5-4-1 edge against the spread. but uh, And the uh, total has gone over in seven of those 10. So I guess that's not that, the, not that low scoring maybe, right? But uh, so just overall, uh, what was your thoughts about uh, the Cowboys parting ways with Des Bryant? And he's still a free agent. Yeah, uh, he's still a free agent. <laughs> Hung out with Jerry Jones this week at the Beyonce and Jay-Z concert at AT&T Stadium. Found that interesting. Seems like the two of them are flirting with each other. Uh, I think that I think Des Bryant is looking for the right situation. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. So um, I, that, that's what I would say if he sits a whole – if he sits a whole – listen, Des Bryant is not hard up for money. I guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. No way that uh, – No way that this little uh, meeting at the concert was uh, – I think they talked about saying, hey, you know, uh, maybe we made a mistake. <laughs> maybe we get the, get the band back together. Yeah, Florida yeah. State – Joe, Florida State, I don't know if you watch college football or not. Florida State is losing to Syracuse 20 to nothing. Wow. Uh, what you know? And they look first quarter. How, how long is it? How long is it? It's in the, it's in the fourth. It's in the fourth quarter, and they look wow. They look, they look horrible. They almost mm. lost to Sanford last week at home. Now mm. they're getting beat down by Syracuse. This is a pitiful, pitiful Florida State team. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, over the past couple of years, I've been watching a little bit more college. You know, uh, I don't call myself an expert at, uh, yeah. in it. Uh, you know, at, at, you're at no anyway. Joe Lisi over there, huh? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> He's in a class by himself, and I mean that in a yes, good way. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, what are we thinking about game script with this game there, Corey, uh, with the Cowboys and Giants? Obviously, uh, for the Cowboys, they want to stay in front of the chains like they couldn't do last week. They want to stay in front of the chains. Um, 
get Ezekiel Elliott in third and third and second, third third and one situations like that. Uh, you know, you can get that safety out of the box and start to make some plays. Are they, oh, they about to score again? Oh, no, that's a different game. Then mm-hmm. get that safety out the box and start to make some plays. So I think that's how Dallas wants the game script it. Keep the ball, keep the football on the ground. Get a good pass rush on Eli Manning and force the Giants into having to throw the football a lot. You uh, write a column for uh, the Roto Experts, and just to give a little tease, one one of you guys that you were a little high on, I I thought was uh, Cole Beasley, right? Yeah, like Cole Beasley this week. I think he uh, and every week, honestly, Mm -hmm. I think um, I think that Beasley is the the Dallas Cowboy wide receiver that's going to get the most targets on a week in and week out basis. He's the guy that has the most familiarity with Dak Prescott. Not Mm -hmm. to mention the fact he already has a seventy plus catch season in the books. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, early, early in the preseason, I was in on uh, Alan Hearns a little bit, but uh, I mean, obviously a, a disappointing first week. But I think you got it nailed down right. Where Cole Beasley, I mean, you'd have to be in a deep league to start him every week, like season long. Uh, but I think you're right. I think he's going to be the the most targeted one. He has the most familiarity with Dak Prescott, who, by the way, was. It seemed like he was a little insulted where, uh, you know, it was intimated that the Giants were, their focus was going to be on Zeke Elliott. But let's face it, that's what the focus is going to be on this week. But, you know, uh, Zach kind of making it like, okay, you could focus on uh, Zeke, but, you know, maybe I could sneak one in, uh, sneak one in there. <laughs> um, Listen, I think that, you know, like he said, challenge accepted. And mm-hmm. I think that that was um, important for him to say that. Yeah, Dak Prescott, this is a big year for you, brothers. It's not, you know, you're not a rookie no more, not a second-year player. You're mm-hmm. expected to perform and make throws now. He didn't do that last week, so a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott. Let's see how he steps up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's, I mean, he had a really good uh, rookie season, uh, but he's thrown for fewer than 200 passing yards in seven of his last nine games uh, overall. So, uh, yeah, he does have to step up a little bit. What, what are you thinking about the Giants side? Uh, I think the Giants are going to eventually regret not going after Sam Donald. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, I you put it like this, and if a lot of people say oh, the Jets would have never done it. The quarterback for the Giants to go after was Teddy Bridgewater. Mm. That was the quarterback for the Giants to go after, in my opinion. I don't th- listen. You know, hindsight being twenty twenty. You can yeah. say, wow, we missed on Donald. Saquon Barkley is going to be a beast and a generational running yes. back. Um, yes. So I'm not, I'm not going to give the Giants too much of a hard time for that. Uh, mm-hmm. letting, letting, letting Barkley, I mean, excuse me, letting Taylor get out of the state, I think that was a mistake when he was right there. But by the same token, people say, well, the Jets would have never traded him to the Giants because, God forbid, he'd have won the Super Bowl with the Giants. And you think he's that good that he could have taken this team to the Super Bowl? Bridgewater? I think Bridgewater is a very good quarterback. Mm. I, I think he's a better real-life quarterback Alex? than fantasy, but yeah, yeah definitely. And this is Gordon definitely. Martin, and just where are you Giants from? Hmm? We're from New York, and uh, we... All hail the New York Giants! <laughs> I guess Sean is a Giants fan. There, there you go. <laughs> Actually, uh, so, no, so but I did think that clip was funny. <laughs> there you go. Where is that from, by the way? That's actually from Madagascar. Ah. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously the uh, the stars are in, uh, in, in all in play, right? Odell Beckham, uh, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, uh, Saquon Barkley. Uh, do you think that the Giants have done enough to improve that offensive line? Didn't look that great last week. You know, Flowers now in a different spot, but still Flowers playing. Flowers is horrible. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. He is. Uh, but uh, I, I want to see Eli do something this week. I mean, uh, you know, the Giants showed a lot of faith in him. Uh, you know, and uh, he's got a couple, like you said. I mean, like you said about Dak. Dak's got to step up, and, and so does Eli. So what are we thinking about this game, game script? Um, I, I, I just listen, a lot of it is it's going to be able to depend on what each team was able to do to get the ground game going. The team that get the mm-hmm. ground game going is a team that'll win the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, who do you think that's going to be? The Dallas Cowboys. Uh, two, two, <laughs> two, two, two really good running backs, right? Obviously. One, 
one really good running back in Ezekiel Elliott and one running back with the potential to be a really good running back. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. You're right. You're right. One game doesn't mean uh, nothing. Okay. I see where you're coming from. So uh, this three-point spread, do you touch this game at all? Do you buy it so that it's a little uh, little Uh, higher? Part of my infamous fantasy executive money line parlay. That's it. <laughs> uh, if I'm if I'm going with if I'm going to bet it, I want the Dallas minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm thinking the Giants win this game outright. To tell you the truth, uh, and I know it's part part homer, but uh, yeah. I think the Cowboys are going to be. A, and no offense to you, you know, I mean, we just yeah. have a show here. I think the Cowboys are going to be a, a, a very bad team this year. I think the Giants uh, sweep them this year. Which is hard to do. Oh, that, in a, in a oh, that's going to be. That's hard, definitely yeah. a very <laughs> uh, aggressive line of thinking from a <laughs> uh, from a team that was three and thirteen last year. <laughs> oh, it's good times. I love football, though, Joe. Rivalries <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. are great, my man. It has to be love right, it. right. That's right. Yeah, right. Uh-huh, well, let's let's yeah. let's en- let's enjoy this game tomorrow. There you go. All right. So, why don't we move? Uh, ka-ching, ka-ching. <laughs> All right, so uh, Falcons-Panthers. Falcons coming off a, a loss to the Eagles uh, a week one Thursday night. Falcons, six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, this had opened up as four. Forty-four-and-a-half is the over-under. Falcons uh, home against the Panthers. Uh, Panthers squeaked by your, your Cowboys' 16-8 win. Atlanta's on a five-game winning streak against divisional po- opponents. And uh, they've uh, covered in four of those games uh, and they won three of them by double digits. So a lot of uh, the storyline coming out uh, where uh, Falcons getting a lot of grief about their play calling. And, uh, you know, it was, it was an odd game that, that, that week one game, no? Uh, where, you know, at the opening series, you know, Julio Jones in the red zone, he's not on the field. Then late in the game, uh, they're in the red zone, and all they do is they keep on throwing to Julio Jones when they could have maybe gotten the ball to Mohamed Sanu. <laughs> Exactly. Two extremes. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I look at this contest right here, Joe. This is a tough one, uh, betting wise. Mm-hmm. I would want to stay away. Uh, it's, it's just these are two teams that are very, are, are very, are very equal. Two NFC playoff teams. Two very good teams. Um, you know, not having Devontae Freeman would hurt most teams. It mm-hmm. won't hurt the Falcons as much because the the uh you know how good Tevin Coleman is, um you know what the the two teams that know each other well I mean this is just even money right down the line to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, of course uh, should mention uh, I mentioned that I think a little earlier Devonte Freeman is out aggravation of his uh, right MCL PCL uh, injury. This guy uh, last year missed some time due to a concussion, uh, but the Falcons have uh, Tevin Coleman could slip right in in the three games without Freeman has averaged uh, 19 carries for 83 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I think he's a nice uh, play in DFS 5,300 on uh, DraftKings. And uh, for comparison's sake, uh, Kareem Hunt is 6,200 uh, Alvin Kamara and the Todd Gurley's of the world. Uh, 9,500, 9,200. For 5,300, you get a, a a guy who's had some success. No, I, I love Tevin Coleman. Obviously, he's going to be in everybody's DFS lineup this week, <laughs> but he's 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 well worth it. I think I think Coleman comes through with a nice game for his owners. Yeah. Uh, and so with the whole uh, story about the, the disappointing offense, how much of it do you think should be placed on Steve Sarkeesian? What about Matty Ryan? I mean, uh, he didn't look good. Matt Ryan was horrible. He did in not week look one. good. Arm strength wasn't was there. Accuracy concerns. Uh, uh, I'm really curious to watch this. Game well, I got him. I got him on two. I got him in two leagues. He's on the clock. He gets to start mm-hmm. this week. He drops mm-hmm. the ball this week. He's going to my bench. Right, right. Uh, and uh, Panthers side, Greg Olson. No, Greg Olson. Broken foot. Uh, it seems to be a month-to-month thing. Uh, Sneaky, I don't know if you'd play him this week, but a sneaky guy to watch. Keep him on your watch list. Maybe Ian Thomas uh, averaged 15 yards per catch as a senior at Indiana, so he's going to be playing in place of Greg Olson. Uh, Who uh, benefits from this Greg Olson injury more? Uh, Devin Funches? Devin Devin Funches. He benefited last year when Olson got hurt 
and mm-hmm. um and, you know and they got rid of Benjamin. I think you'll see Devin Funches catch the football more. Obviously, um the young man McCaffrey is going to mm-hmm. also continue to be a big part of this offense. But I think Funches is a guy that um uh, if you have if you have Funches, you you this is you know you get him in your lineup. Right, right. Uh, McCaffrey played 85% of the Panthers' snaps last week. Uh, on the ground was 10 for 50, uh, nine targets, uh, and six for 45 in the passing game. Are you all in on Christian McCaffrey? Uh, you know, he as the uh, preseason draft season went on, he just seemed to be getting more and more love as it went on. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the... I, I think I think McCaffrey's in for a good year. I yeah. think he's going to have a good amount of uses. I think he's in for a good year. You think he's got the body type where he could withstand, uh, you know, let's say uh, 15, 18 carries a week? Do you think he gets that? Uh, I think so. I think they're going to mm-hmm. lean on him, especially in, in, when the game scripts favors them running the football. And I think right. McCaffrey's going to have a big year. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore, uh, maybe he gets a little bit more involved, but the Panthers said they're not going to rush him. Played uh, yep. 17 of 67 snaps uh, last week. So, uh, in the, the remaining time we have, why don't we take a quick look? Got uh, lots more games to go. Uh, Texans, Titans. Uh, Texans are a three point favorite uh, over the Titans. This had opened up as a two and a half uh, point uh, spread. 43 and a half is the over under. Uh, Marcus Mariota and Blaine Gabbert could both play. I mean, what are they going to have a catch on the sidelines? <laughs> It's like a college game. Yeah. Um, this is this is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Houston's gonna, yeah. Houston's going to beat this team up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And this was a pick 'em earlier in the week, I thought, which was uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Titans, the uh, the home underdog right now. Like I said, uh, actually, yeah, it's at three, and it had been. Like I said, I had seen it as a pick 'em. Then I saw it at two and a half. Um, so I mean, what'd you think? Also, uh, Deshaun Watson, right? Uh, had been in preseason being drafted right after Aaron Rodgers, and this is NFFC uh, ADPs. He was going ahead of uh, Tom Brady. He was going ahead of Russell Wilson. Uh, I mean, do you think too much love was uh, sent his way? No, I don't think so. I think he got off to a tough start in week one. Um, Obviously, mm-hmm. Bill Belichick, New England Patriots were ready for him, unlike last season. Uh, Tennessee Titans got to have a problem on their hands this week. I love him in DFS, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Delaney Walker we talked about. He's going to be out for the season, dislocated. Right quick, fractured. I got a line on this Minnesota. Uh, I know you said it earlier, the Packers. I got the Packers looking as, as a one-point favorite. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I would money line Minnesota, and I like the. I love the under. Explain the money line if you can. Uh, well, you're just betting on the team to win straight up. Okay, no, so no it's, spread. So it's, the- really, it's, it's really with the odds. You know, you got you to you hit five or six of them to make any kind of return. Okay. So let's say if I bet uh, the Vikings as a money line play, what would yeah. I get back? Right now, hold on, let me, let me look at, because I'm not seeing, I'm, not, I'm actually not seeing a money line on this. I'm just seeing the spread. Uh, but let me pull up the um, a site right quick and see, because this is the first time I've really seen this anywhere. And let me see if this site has it. Oh. Uh, NFL, so much action today with college going on. Um, that's still not on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Is still not on the board that game. Right. But, uh, for example, what's the closest spreaded game we have uh, this week? I'll just, I'll just say, let me just clear out what the tickets I have. Right now, the Cleveland Browns money line is plus 330 to win the game straight up. If the, you put $10 on the Brown to win straight up, and they happen to win at plus three thirty. You win thirty three dollars. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. that's good. Okay, uh, we're going to be taking your phone calls eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine at the top of the hour. A lineup questions. Get to talk to the fantasy executive. We'll be back with more weekend fantasy update. <laughs> 